Yo, it's a Stimulus Small Podcast. It's Wednesday, 2nd of November, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Hang on, what month did I just say it was? Did you say September? I think I may have. I, oh, I thought I thought it might, it might have said December. And Whatever you said, let's assume it was wrong. It's November. <laughs> I love you. It's gonna look. You know, it always takes me about a week to get the month right. Everybody so. does that. Yeah, totally. everybody. And we're coming to this, the penultimate month of the year. Mm. And uh, wow, hasn't it gone fast? No, I'm not even going to go there. But Lauren <laughs> Clark, how did you go on the punt yesterday? Um, I had a lovely day. As expected, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What and did you? I too went as expected, and uh, yeah, right. my pocket feels a little bit lighter than it should, but that's oh, all right. God, a fun day had with friends. Right, well, that's good. That's nice. Yeah. That's yeah, totally. very nice. Hmm. Um, what was I going to ask you? It was about mm-hmm. no, it's totally gone out of my head. Right. Oh yeah, no, Christmas. You were talking about Christmas. No, you weren't. You were talking about the end of the year. Right. And I was, and I when was. was I talking about Christmas. <laughs> no, you weren't talking about Christmas. Sorry, you're talking about the end of the year and how quickly the year is going, and you're not going to talk about that. But I um, have a thing where, I, where for this is a bit of a trade secret, Stu, from Ooh. the freelance world. Ding it up. Um, when you uh, write for something like the Big Issue, they have issue. So they have like a Christmas issue, a Christmas edition, or just a like New us. Year's edition, right? Yep. Yeah, just like us. Hmm. Um, and but you have to write them a month out, <laughs> so uh, you do a whole lot of, and you sort of like, uh, sort of psych yourself into kind of right. This is the Christmas mode, and I think since writing for the big issue, which I've done for years, um, it 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 gets me in the. It makes me think that Christmas <laughs> is sooner than it is. Like, yeah. and then I spend the whole rest of the time going, "What? We're still dribbling on." <laughs> the, yeah. And same with New Year. So New Year's, which um, you know, is just. But but you have to get them both in like super early, so it so time feels like it's a little bit ahead of itself. But it doesn't. It it it's one of those things where you every year they go now it's Christmas theme of course or it's a New Year theme, and you, there's no way you can well there sort of is you can twist it, but there's not really any way you can say anything new. It's nothing, almost like why but nothing new happens anyway. That's right. Yeah, like there's no unless unless Christmas is suddenly cancelled or something, you know. There's not really anything. Well, that, hang on. Yesterday you were saying cancel um, everyone's enjoyment with the races. Would you? And actually, the day before <laughs> I was talking you were about saying cancel everyone's enjoyment of <laughs> Halloween. So are we going to go the trifecta? Hey, since listen, it's, uh, the spring carnival and run, let's cancel Christmas. I did say that I loved Halloween when I, when I was in the states. But, and, oh, ding it up, please! And they yeah. were doing, and they were doing um, the dress-up bit, but they didn't do the going to the house. Ha- the, the bit that I have a problem with is mm. going to people's houses and asking them for lollies. Like, I just think there is something so foul about that. Like, there's uh, nothing about that that's kind of that's great. Uh, well, it's bad when me. they when you get the homemade cookies with razor blades in them. That's true. <laughs> that was always a fear. Uh, irrational. What about the water slide one? That's right. A bit of chewing gum and uh, slice your back. Uh, uh, I don't think that ever happened to one person in the history of water slides, but we all knew the story. <laughs> so you know? true. Yeah. So true. Now, can I speak? You brought up Christmas. Can I just uh, run something by? I've, uh, look, I have been talking about the fact that I live in regional Victoria now mm-hmm. and, um, well, how much I love it, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but, yep. Lauren, I think I've identified the first floor in, Ooh, the, in the plan. Regretsy. Well, it's it's a regret that can be fixed. It may cost me a little bit, but I've it's only 
now just coming to the fore and I didn't notice it in winter because it wasn't an issue. Mm. And this is to do with my actual abode as opposed to the the, uh, the, region, the regional ba- town. Have you got like huge windows and no cooling system or something? Well, I thought I was going to have to ding you because you were almost on to it. All I've right. actually got um, very good cooling here. Just uh, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I don't God. have yeah. for number one, and I hope there's not more than one or two, Yeah. no fly screens in the house. So what? I'm now I'm a I'm except for the back door, but um, I'm a no. You have to you can't just have one fly. You have to there there needs to be no point of entry for a fly. That's right. No point and of entry at all. At the moment, we uh, we are basically mm. like a massive pile of manure just sitting in a oh, paddock don't. where the flies can come and go and uh, feed themselves as they f- see uh, fit. No, we've got no fly screen either. Remember oh, downstairs? Yeah, it's not good. It's disgusting. Flies are as flies are so revolting. Like I'm not freaked out by spiders or any of those or insects or anything, but. Mm. Oh, a little bit. I don't really like an ant plague, you know. <laughs> but, 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 you know. But there is something so the blowfly is just a is just a disgusting nightmare, isn't well, it? Well, the good thing about the blowfly is that it's so laden with maggot eggs that it flies slow and it's is sort easy of dumb to kill. And stupid, yeah. yeah. The it's, ones that I've been getting lately are the whippy. Guys, yeah, yeah. They're an, but they're annoying as to well. Like, what's the point of them? You're not oh, even gross. <laughs> they're going to carry germs quickly. Oh, well, the whole thing's foul. So what are you going to do? Well, this is, you have actually <sighs> manned, uh, oh. and I'm, I don't want to gender things, but you have actually humaned up on this front before. I seem to remember you made a fly screen I door did. once, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did make a fly screen door for a rental house. Yeah. But I would not put that onto one of my uh, own uh, homes, Lauren Clark. Right. So... <laughs> <laughs> but this is on every window and every door, so I'm going to have to have a man come over. A, a man. man. You're going to have to get a man in. And uh, look, after the last three months I've had, though, I don't really have the, the means to uh, fly-proof my house. Right. So I might have to just get those plastic strips and hang them off. It's going to look like a – the whole house going to look like a Christmas tree for a while. Yeah. But it's, just have some <laughs> sort of protection. foul. I mean, they're amazing. They work. Oh, the sticky strips, do they? Yeah, yeah. But they're they're also absolutely disgusting. They're like, yeah, they're like kind of, talk about uh, Halloween. Mm. (laughs) You should have had them (laughs) up for Halloween. They are foul. So what happens is you've got these lovely looking ribbons that just hang Mm. and then like in about five seconds flat, they are just covered in dead disgustos. Dead disgustos, okay. Well, I'm going to get some of those. They sound good. But... uh, (laughs) I have, yeah, I don't know. It's just a shame. But look, I'm going to go early then on the, because uh, today are we doing? Uh, oh yeah, what are we doing? Oh no, I don't think we are. We're gonna we're gonna put it away for a week because it wasn't a regular oh, yeah. sec. Or are we going to debut the new? No, song? no, we're not going to debut unless we've got a cracker. Have you got a cracker? Oh, I've got a cracker, so I'm just going to no, go yeah. now then. And and what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, for those yeah. who don't have a clue, is uh, well, small victories. Small yeah. victories, a segment that we are that we are just going to do when it comes to us. It's a, a potentially a buy to try weekly, and uh, today is neither one of those. So yes. uh, I'm going to just throw in a little cheeky small victory, or right. even a shiver me tingy, mm. which which happens on Fridays, as you know. Mm. But how good? And how satisfying, Lauren Clark. And mm. now, before I mention what it is, I am sure mm. there are people out there listening mm. 
that will agree with me mm. wholeheartedly. Uh, not me. And I know for a fact, <laughs> Lauren Clark, that you are going to disagree with every fibre of your being. Yes, excellent. But Good. I, I must put it forward because I had a shiver me, uh, tingy, what's the other thing? Uh, shiver me victory. Small victory. Small victory. Yeah. And that is. Oh, God. How good is fly spray? Now, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, I, you've judged me well there. Yeah, <laughs> I have. Now, a lot of people view fly spray as some sort of cancerous canister that sits in the cupboard and just pumps, uh, you know, carcinogens or whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. around the room. But, you know, it's designed. Bad for the environment, is, bad for the uh, human, it is, bad no, for no, everything. No, no, they took the CFCs out of it. It's good for everyone. It's disgusting now, for the world. Yeah. The good thing about it is what I do now. Mm. Is I sit there like I, I, I'm almost like if I'm at the kitchen table where I work, freelance actually. Oh God, I can um, imagine this. I can imagine this. I sit there with my canister of of bug spray. You are like, oh, what and, it, like? and it's, and like it's s- positioned like a cannon. <laughs> so I, I'm like one of those people on the off the coast of Fremantle or Port Phillip Bay, way back in the early days. When we were scared of everyone, not like now, when we're not scared of anyone coming in ships, but mm. like in the old days, people coming in boats were a real issue for Australians and they used to sit on the coast of Australia manning these cannons for fear of attack. So what I do, mm. like the olden days, is sit there with my cannon. You're just wait, trying to make it manly that, and you wait, that you're frightened of insects no, and no, you spray no, no. them. I'm not frightened of them. I loathe them. Frightened. And I... I why, how can I be frightened of a fly <laughs> unless I find it inside my Kentucky Fried Chicken with its baby maggots coming out? Uh, really? Now, not it's, So it's – what's that? Not conform. Not conform. Yep. Oh, really? Don't you not know those stories? Called Hang for. on. No, I'll pull it up. Pull it back here. Yeah, what? Which stories? The stories of the maggots and chicken. That was that. That is up there with the bubblegum razor blades and the Mr. Stinky. There was also back in childhood days, Yeah, there, there was always someone that found maggots in their Kentucky Fried Chicken. Don't you remember that one? No, oh, I don't. My household was full of stories about the maggots in the Kentucky Fried. <laughs> it was all we spoke about at Saying dinner time. what happened? You, that people, was it on the news or something or was it just a, uh, was it, it a myth? It, it was an urban myth, I'm sure, right. even though I had an uncle that swore by it. Right. But there was... Someone would always take a bite into some Kentucky oh, Fried no, and the maggots sick. would come out. Oh, maggots. Is there anything more to skin? Maggots are just... They really but do. they actually are our friend. If you put maggots all over yourself, they eat all the bad bits off you. But that doesn't matter. Look, <laughs> we might want to consult. We might want to consult our uh, stupidly small uh, bureau uh, chief of do medicine. Do Yeah. <laughs> because I may be getting confused with leeches as well. But anyway... So, I would suggest that stupidly small listeners do not put leeches or maggots all over their bodies. Or eat them on top of oh, chicken no, please, drumsticks. let's not talk about it anymore. What else have we got to discuss that is not so, this? So the point is, no, I sit there and wait for my target to come within range and, yeah. and just go, because it's sitting on the table and is I blast there, it. Now, listen, I, yeah. I'm not with you on the dumb spray, as you know, but mm. is there anything more satisfying than outsmarting some little jerk of an <laughs> A direct oh, an hit insect or that's whatever been bothering you that yeah. you were at war with. It's oh, fantastic. Oh, just I mean, and you, I, you know, I, I actually get very upset 
with um, accidentally stepping on certain bugs and stuff. But I never have any sympathy <laughs> for a fly or mosquito. The two yeah, no, things totally. on earth. I, I even even snails who don't seem to provide me with any joy. Mm. I still don't like to see them die. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I a, know, fly, I'm the same a, a fly doing a backspin on the floor yeah. in its final death yeah. spins <laughs> is one of the most satisfying deaths that a human <laughs> can experience. <laughs> There's probably someone somewhere on earth who is studying you know, flies or whatever and reckons that, yeah, there's a there's something beautiful about them. You know what I mean? There'll be somebody somewhere who can tell us why why our opinion on flies is just completely uncalled for and That's wrong. right, totally. And, and it may have been shaped purely by uh, advertising, you know, Louis the fly oh, or totally. turd flies or whatever they're called and, and all um, that sort of stuff. Turd the flies. famous turd fly. Um, You're an idiot. Oh, that's not very nice. I mean, in a nice way. I oh. remember we went. I went to see once. This is <laughs> this is how far <laughs> apart your life and my life are. I'm sure. Mm. But I went to see with some mates in you know student days, and I think we all got free tickets. I don't quite know how we got free tickets to the Moonlight Cinema, but we just somehow, there was some way to get free tickets that I can't mm. remember. Someone will remind me, I'm sure. But so we used to go to the, to the Moonlight Cinema, which is, of course, have you ever been there, Stu Farrell? No, I uh, I don't like the idea of it. There you go. You see, this is, uh, this is my um, point. I, I really don't think this would have been your idea of a nice night out. Mm-hmm. We, we, it's where you go to the Botanic... Botanic Melbourne Botanical Gardens and you there's a big screen up and you take a picnic and your mates and you watch <sighs> a movie. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No, and and this night the movie was Microcosmos. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is not your idea of fun, but we did watch. We saw this film, and it's about. It's have you ever seen it? No. Right. So it's a it's a, it's a wordless film, but it's about. How it's a, mm. it's a it's sort of set in the set in the world of insects, and it tells these little stories, and like it goes around the world, and by the end of it, you go, what? Like it's really powerful because without words, it's said all of this stuff about humans and nature and the ecosystem and the world and blah blah blah, right? Mm. And about two thirds of the way through, just after this whole bit with the your your turd your t- your turd, yes. fly, your turd fly just reminded me. My turd <laughs> but, fly reminded you. But there was this whole bit with a dung beetle and you just watched it painstakingly push this poo up a hill for like, oh, my God, it was kind of agonising and then it got funny and then it got agonising and then it got funny. And then and was, was everyone just sort of laughing at the right bits? Listen, <laughs> Stu, this is not an Pass over the barbecue shapes. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Yes. Wow. Anyway, and so there were no barbecue shapes. <laughs> Pass over the falafel balls. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and um, but then this huge, huge spider hmm. came down from one of the trees in the actual botanical gardens. Huge spider. Mm-hmm. And yes. I don't think it was a huntsman. But it no. was massive. Sorry for people who have phobias. It's not going to end badly. Don't worry. Anyway, and so it's it, – and, it, of course, it's in front of the screen, which is all lit up, and so everybody sees this spider in this in this area, particular area, sees this spider mm. come down to the ground. And we're all watching a movie about, <laughs> about, like, you know, insects and, like, how amazing they are. And so everybody kind of clears away 
um, from underneath this spider mm. and there's this, like, everybody's like moving their baskets and their things and like, oh, quick, move away. Oh, here it comes. Here it quick, comes. here's and nature in real life. Nature in real life. And this spider went all the way through. Like, it couldn't have taken a more circuitous route through the audience and everybody. So you just see everybody standing up in a row mm. and it just happened to the whole, for, it took like 30 minutes for the spider to get out of the thing. And it was a gorgeous little moment. And it was very mm. nice. And then at the end of uh, the movie, everyone was going home and it's the middle of the night and my lift, the person I was going home with, an old friend of mine, said, oh, my God, or my car keys. And um, so me and the oh. mate and a couple of other people and some nice people at the cinema who had a torch spent maybe 40 minutes looking for the keys. Like Friends you don't need. Absolutely everywhere looking for the keys. And guess where the keys were? Where? Guess. In the door of the car. In her bag. Uh. Oh, everybody had to kill her. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. Stuart Farrell. Was he? So, you know that you think that I'm rude and um, stuff because I am sometimes late to things. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, you, in fact, the the world is often divided into categories of like people who are always late and people who are, you know, always earlier on time or whatever. And well, courteous and rude, basically. Anyway, there are these two, and there have been uh, there have been a few articles lately. I might try and find the other one that I'm talking about because this one isn't the same. Um, but the, there have been a few things lately about how how come people are late and like there are some people who are like perfectionists and so they're like well I'm in this world now the world of home and I haven't cleaned up yet so I can't leave to go to the thing that the appointment I've got to go to because there's I've got to do this and so they spend all their time on this and then they try and so they're they're trying to be too perfect in every world then there are people who are like um I need the drama I kind of need it to propel me through life, which is one I don't understand. Mm. Um, and then there are – anyway, there, there, there's a whole breakdown of how come people do this to themselves. Mm. And I know – I don't think I – I don't think I know a late person, although I have been told of one recently by a friend. Um, mm. I, but I don't personally know a late person who doesn't hate that about themselves. Okay, so, uh, well, I know one. Uh, his name is Biff and he listens to this podcast. And, and he <laughs> Don't was, you knock Biff. And he, a friend of mine. He, he, um, he seems to think that his lateness is a ba- he wears it like a badge of honour. Well, how? Oh, well, you should. Well, this is a right, brief example. Yeah. Biff's always late. Yeah. So then. One, and you were liked Biff, yeah. For this thing, I, uh, he, and he always rolls up and goes, oh, you should have told me to come earlier then sort of thing. So then this thing, what was it? <laughs> we told him to get there an hour earlier than he should have. Yeah. <laughs> and it was an early morning thing, so we didn't want him to be late. Yeah. We're all meeting a bus to go to a music festival, that's yeah. right. And uh, he made the effort to get there on time. <laughs> so I had to sit around. He was sitting around this street for like an hour and a half by himself. <laughs> Take that, That's Biff. Terrible. <laughs> oh, Biff, that would have taken so much effort too. Yeah, well, hey, hey, you know, you do the crime, you do the time. <laughs> I think it's a classic, uh, classic that example is of. terrible. There's someone mm. in my family who sets his car clock forward 10 minutes, I think. 
Oh. Um, because he always wants to like he. It's not that he's gonna like be convinced that it's ten minutes in the future. It's <clears> that he looks at the clock <clears> and <throat> he has the experience of it being ten minutes in the future. And he goes, "God, I don't want that to happen. I better get a move on." You know what? Can I just say I'm exactly whoever that is. Yeah. I, I've got the exact same thing in my car. Yeah, right. I love having the clock forward, except the housemate. Yeah. Changes it uh, from time to time. Uh, and so I'm driving think, don't worry about it, I've got plenty of time. <laughs> no, no, I changed it. I'm like, what? Uh, We've got a system. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't get furious at it for changing to the right well, time. Well, I can because I've got a mental, like I think I may have an OCD type thing right. where I like things in their place. Yeah, but it's not that. Anyway, yes, um, I I think you you do have some strange fixation about that sort of thing. But mm. I, uh, I, but there is one person. This is somebody who the person I was mentioning before, who's the only person I've heard of, who is not is so she's a grown adult, like yes. an actual human adult, and she has made an appointment with this maid of mine, and it's in a work context. Mm. Has made an appointment with this person, this maid of mine, like six or seven times, mm -hmm. has not once turned up and oh. isn't like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. He's just like, oh, yeah, I slept in today. Sorry about that. You know, <laughs> no, when you... and it's just like I actually think that and my friend was complaining to me about it and I said, yeah. no, I think there's something wrong with her. Yeah, like, that's, that's wrong. Yeah, that's, that's just not how humans behave. Like... I actually think there's a synapse missing in her brain or something. Like you, mm. you need to just you need to like you need to actually physically tell her you need to be a better human than that. Well, just cut her off and just let her live another life. Yeah, else. but in a workplace context, you can't. But does she work with this person? Yeah, well, kind of. There's a there's Saka. No, there's a, no, no, yeah, yeah, good solution, Stoogie. Why didn't you think of that? <laughs> anyway, anyway, listen, I'll, I'll link um, this rather encouraging headline, It's Never Too Late to Overcome Chronic Lateness, mm -hmm. which is actually Dr. Carl, you know, the old doctor, doctor from Dr. Oh, yes. ABC. But I'll link to that, it's the RN one, but I'll try and find the one with the different types of like why you decide that it's okay to be late. I'll try and post that as well. Dr. Carlo, the guy who supported what Tony Abbott's science agenda. But That's right. He was. But, how's, but it, how's he's on record. He's on record as, as uh, claiming he was, if not deceived, he, he certainly oh, right. regrets being a part of it. Yeah, and he, yeah, and he right. donated his fee. That's right. Uh, that's I think right. It's one of those times where you know you make an error of judgment. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, and it was it was not popular there for a while. I remember it that. It was not. Now Lauren Clark, Stuart Farrell. Uh, an hour or so after we need him to, how would Biff get in contact with us? <laughs> so next week, Biff can find us to complain about yeah. this podcast at uh, Stupidly Big Stew. We're stupidlybig dot com. Stupidly Big on Facebook. Stupidly Big on Twitter. And we're stupidly big in the iTunes shop where you can go and you can give us a rating and a review and that's your way of uh, being a, ma a massively important part of the Stupidly Big family. Yes, support we would, love, we would love to see you there. Stu Farrell, I will see you tomorrow, my friend. No doubt, Lottie. Uh, have a good one. Mm, thanks. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>